Welcome to Humble Bazooka, the video game podcast. We are proud to be part of the Rise of Geek Network. It's a collection of podcasts covering comics, movies, TV, video games, and more. There's also reviews and other fun things going on over there. Check it out at risewithgeek.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. I am El Blanco Gigante. And joining me is Doomy Doomer. Yo. And our PC Master Race consultant, Dr. Flux. Absolutely happy to be here today, gentlemen. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, yeah, Blanco's intro was much better this week. Hmm. Well, having, a, having kidney pain <laughs> keeps you on point. Yeah. Oh, Chris, is that what you were talking about? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah he's it... peeing blood. Oh, no, he's, he's not peeing blood. Is like it a, a stone? Is it a stone? I don't Ooh. think so. It just started like, I don't know, like a day ago. Oh my god, it's gonna be like pissing out the moon, <laughs> man. I think I might. I'm hoping I just pulled a muscle. You know, like a okay. I've muscle. been. It's weird because I've pulled. It, there's a similarity to the kidney pain a little bit mm-hmm. to the pulled muscle, and you're never sure which it is. Uh, but yeah. Just hope it's not a stone, because that's, yeah, that's I'm not on the, I'm not on the ground writhing, so I'm 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 hoping it's just a pulled muscle. <laughs> okay. <Well, yet. laughs> it's just. It's I, I just dude, I feel for you. I I suffered that <laughs> last year. I will never forget my yeah, entire it's... month of August. <laughs> oh, never good a month. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mine was like stuck or something, and it just wouldn't pass. Uh, but oh, anyway, hi, yeah. okay. uh, listeners. This is a great <laughs> <laughs> on to on, on to other things that aren't quite as uh, horrific. Or bloody. Or bloody. <laughs> or jagged little pieces of mineral uh, so- sediment in your in your kidneys. Yeah. Sweet Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the dying light. <laughs> oh, wow. We're jumping right in. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. You, Did you, you want to uh, review the dying light? Yeah, let's do the dying light. Before it gets too old. Yeah, I know. Jeez. I oh, you too late. Too late. Oh. We can't do it. We can't do it. I was too All right, late. so I was supposed to do that <laughs> uh, a week or so ago or whatever, but I mean, I've had more time to, to put into it, so. So first, uh, you're playing this on the PC? I'm playing it on the PC with uh, full settings. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah. Dig that rig. You turn. I turn the draw distance down just a little bit. Doesn't affect uh, anything really, except for that it runs a little smoother, a little faster. All right. Um, okay. Dying light. Techland. They get, they gave us Dead Island. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Dead Island. Riptide, etc. I think they're Danish or they're Bulgarian. What are they? A Danish studio. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch. Dutch. We'll go with Dutch. All, All right. right. Dutch. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So they Techland. wear wooden shoes. I, Anyone who's played the Dead Island games kind of knows their, you know, their style, uh, what what they do. And um, at first, when you start playing this game, you're like, "All right, yeah, this is just kind of a little jump from Dead Island." But then it doesn't take too long to see that it's totally way more prime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, I mean, they they've added so much cool little details and things you can do movement wise. The parkour is pulled off really nicely. Uh, the more used to it you get, the, the more you can kind of just rooftop to rooftop uh, and find nifty little new ways to be mobile to get from point A to point B. Um, there's a day-night cycle. Uh, the, at nighttime, at first, it seems like, holy shit, this is way too hard. This is almost masochistic. What the hell are they doing? But then I found <laughs> that you learn how to navigate at nighttime and to avoid bad situations and you kind of gradually go up a skill tree. The skills in the crafting are very robust. I mean, that alone is the kind of thing where you don't mind hanging in menus uh, in your inventory and playing around with different combinations of stuff. And uh, it gets to the point where you have so much stuff and so many things you can make and so many things you can choose from that it, it does become a little bit of drag to like uh, you have to put things in storage and then choose what you're going to be using. Mm-hmm. Uh, resources that you get uh, that you find out there in this desolate city of Haram, which I think is supposed to be vaguely like a mix between like Rio de Janeiro and some Iraqi city. Uh, It's a a fictional place. They're awfully close. Now about the, uh, the inventory stuff. Now, if you are going through inventory, can you be attacked? uh, No, uh, they, you do pause it. I believe unless you are in a multiplayer situation where they don't allow you to freeze the game because it, then it right. doesn't Can't. work with it's other impossible. people. Right. So right. if you're playing multiplayer and there's people with you or you're against, there's this mode where during the night, somebody, a player 
can be this um uh the the hunter and it's like an especially dangerous uh type of i don't even think these things are zombies really i mean it's easy to call this a zombie game because like a lot of them uh in a certain stage uh they shamble around you know decomposing and they are you know they're definitely like your standard zombies but then there's different stages of them that are much faster well there's ones that have freshly died and they're usually faster because they have more muscle uh, they, you know, they retain some of the physicality of their human form, which I think is oh. also uh, a cool way to do it and more way more kind of accurate to the way it would be if, if you actually did have zombies. I mean, as ridiculous as that is, uh, it does seem like the fresher ones would be more spry and more dangerous. <laughs> and as terrifying uh, as that would be in real life. <laughs> It would, it would, and and it's and it's cool because, well, it's creepy because uh, when you fight some of the fresher zombies, the faster ones, they're like still in the stage of going crazy, and they still talk a little bit. They say words that are a little out of context and creepy when you're like hitting them or fighting them. Um, oh, no kind of like almost like they're talking to themselves, or they're just being like, you know, whispering under their breath or like lashing out at you. Uh, it's very. I mean, that's also oh, it sounds like grim. <laughs> Um, and then, and then of course, like I said, the a player can be the hunter at night and, and invade other people's world. So when the nighttime comes, mm-hmm. there's this whole new game mode where it's you and whoever you're paired with multiplayer, uh, and the more people, the, the better, to be honest, uh, against this thing that can literally just like fly around like venom, like, a, like using it's kind of, it almost has like a symbiote kind of like spine, spiny kind of like thing that comes out of its arm that you can shoot at buildings and fling yourself around and then right on top oh. of somebody so the only thing that drives it away is like flares or a particular type of uv light um so there's light traps set around all, all over the city that you can trigger if you can lure it to a certain block or whatever or or whatever um you can uh you carry a uv flashlight and you can have flares which i find are the most effective if you can make like a bunch of them it's good to have because uh, then you can, uh, if you hit them with that light, it can disrupt whatever kind of attack that they're doing, and then you can start taking them out. And then you have to like take out these nests. This is this is still the game mode I'm talking about. Um, but uh, other than that, like there's tons of different kinds of quests. The only thing about this story or that about this uh, game that is a little lacking is you know the story, the characters, the dialogue. It's not all around terrible. It's very inconsistent. It's just a little weird because it goes from like kind of tropey and cliche to actually very interesting and engaging. Uh, there's a handful of stories and interactions you have that are like, wow, this is like just as good as some of the best fallout moments. And then there's other interactions and story beats and plot lines that happen that make no sense and are delivered in such a way that just seems like they could have put way more effort into it. Um, but the, the atmosphere of it, uh, and the detail to the environment, to this island, and the way that you progress, the skills you pick up, being able to like you know dropkick zombies uh, into walls of spikes and uh, and activate electric fences, and you know you're constantly going through all these like ramshackle buildings and houses and searching for stuff, and it doesn't feel repetitive because it always feels like there's something new or crazy that can kind of happen in a particular situation, and there's always a chance you're gonna get jumped by uh, a zombie so when you're searching for stuff or you're picking locks to chests and all that there's a bit of tension because in that situation yes you can get attacked and there's different kind of zombies where like you know uh that are uh wearing hazmat suits and you can hear them kind of breathing like (laughs) and they you know they're immune they're immune to like fire and stuff but you have stuff you have like flammable liquid conducting liquid you can you can craft weapons that emit electricity or toxins or um, you know, b- burning weapons, and there's all these different kind of crafting uh, uh, blueprints that you can pick up. That's the thing that keeps the game going, really, is just you progressing, becoming a better better at parkour, faster, um, and uh, stronger, and being able to take these things out with more effectiveness, building stronger weapons. That is one thing that propels it forward. I love the John Carpenter-esque soundtrack. Like, it seriously is... There's no way that the people who did the soundtrack for this weren't referencing Carpenter films like The Thing and Escape mm-hmm. from New York and all that, because it's got that kind of like, you know, 80s spooky synth horror music. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And um, it just works really well. Like, I think, you know, atmosphere and, and all that. It just it's unfortunate that, you know, the story doesn't uh, it often doesn't go anywhere as interesting as you'd like or as engaging as you'd like. 
Um, but you can kind of just, it does make you feel like you're in this kind of really shitty, uh, situation where this city is kind of being quarantined. Now your, your character, you're playing crane. He parachutes in and acts like he's one of the locals because this is ground zero of this thing. And these are the only people within the city. They're, they're trying to keep everybody within this city contained so it doesn't spread. So that's like the point everything is at, but within the city, it looks like as they've gone full blown Z, but like with more, you know, uh, variations and they've got your spitters, your, your zombies that explode juices all over you that drive other zombies to you. You know, a lot of stuff that you would find in left for dead actually, but that stuff was like really cool and it translates well here. It works. It works in this environment. Um, it just has a really good sense of place. Uh, hmm. that's why I would recommend it. IGN gave this an 8.5 and that's the score that I, I agree with. Forgot the person who who reviewed it, but he he hit all the points that I think other uh, reviewers weren't. They were being way too harsh. First of all, a lot of them were just like, "Aren't you sick of zombie games?" And I and I feel that's, that's what, what I said to you <laughs> last week. I, I I know, but I think that's unfair. Uh, especially well, hold with on. The... I, say, I was gonna say, but before you say like you know being sick of zombie games in general, but just. What made you pick this one out of, you know, there are a number of zombie games to, to go through. Like, what drew you to this one? This one had more of that kind of uh, detailed open world uh, atmosphere that, I mean, I could tell just by watching uh, the initial mm-hmm. footage of this stuff that it was going to be more of the type of game that I could really sink my head into um, just based on the way it presented itself. The parkour is a huge leap. I mean, at this point, if there's a zombie game without the free movement that you have in this game, I really don't know if I want to play it unless it's, you know, unless it's more of your standard uh, survival horror that has intentionally clunky controls in order to keep the tension up. I mean, that's an exception, but was if the you're going to have... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Wait, no, go ahead and ask. Uh, uh, I say, was the parkour similar? Like, was it really outrageous like it was in Sunset Overdrive? No, I mean, it's it's pretty grounded. I mean, it's it's a little I mean, it's still a video game, but it's no, I know. But like you did you play Sunset Overdrive at all? I didn't. I mean, I know what you're talking about with all oh, the, yeah, the wall like, skating. Was, no, it's not yeah, ridiculous yeah, it like, like that. Okay. It doesn't. I was just I was just curious if it was like over the top kind of parkour. No, 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 it's not. It feels really natural. It feels like like if you don't uh if you jump to another roof and you don't get completely the other side, you'll still like grab it with your arms and you'll have one last shot to like reach out and grab the wall and oh, like, cool. scurry up. So it, it does make you, I, I would say it's more akin to uh, a little bit what, what, uh, 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 well, you just, you actually mentioned, what is it? Uh, Dishonored. Uh, they were doing, it was, it's more like, it feels more like Dishonored because in Dishonored, you also have a bit of movement there. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? That's a leans more towards parkour. Dishonored was great. That's like one of my favorite games that year. If you like the controls in Dishonored, you may get down with this because it you know it just feels like you're a more even more skilled. Well, let me ask you this: uh, Are the controls similar to the um, the hell are they called? The, the games they made before? Mirror, uh, actually, Mirror's Edge is also a perfectly good because no, no, like the zombie games, right? No, but <laughs> I'm saying Rising? like as far as the parkour, this is the 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 game that has done the best job in emulating what Mirror's Edge did, and Mirror's Edge is to this day the parkour game. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever yeah. made so but go ahead what were you saying uh, the the zombie games they made before this uh the hell are they called i i, I have riptide the dead the dead islands dead island would you consider the controls similar to that because those are kind of not great no no it's way better like there's there's an extreme improvement over the mechanics altogether like from nice. from dead island there's the only thing is that it seems a little like the 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 combat seems a little vague in that you know certain zombies may be tougher than other zombies to take out. You may bash one, bash a, a head in of one zombie uh, more easily than another zombie. But if you think about it, there would be varying degrees of skull thickness and you know yeah. uh, toughness of zombies. So it doesn't bother me. It just makes it more exciting because it's like holy shit! Like how strong is this one that just like got to jump on me while I'm going through this kitchen grabbing some alcohol. Uh, you know, like, so I take it that way. Uh, and, but a lot of other reviewers have said, oh, there's no real, you know, like it's a, it's a bit, um, vague as far as like the, the combat system, you, you, you don't, there's no exact science to it. Uh, 
And I think that the fact that there's varying differences of toughness actually helps the game. So doesn't, right it doesn't it doesn't sound as bad as I, I I just initially was like I can't do any more zombies when I saw Yeah, it. that was my that was my thing too. But it doesn't actually sound that bad. Uh, I mean it's the, it becomes more of a cuz you have the zombies but you also have all these different other types of like when when do you stop calling these things zombies? Uh the majority of them as the game gets harder and harder uh you get attacked by more fast quick moving mumbling half insane zombies you keep getting approached by more uh you know disgusting uh bloated kind of uh, pus-filled puking zombies you get uh mm. the hunters themselves are a completely different bag where they're like like i said they're basically like venom um, oh the hunters meet, are meet in the re- in the regular Hill. campaign part i thought that was just for the uh I thought that was just for the multiplayer. No, 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 no. They that's just like because you'll encounter them. So like at nighttime, uh, when it when the when the sun goes down, these things come out and they have vision cones, uh, much like you have a little map in the corner, so you can always keep an eye mm-hmm. on where they are and what their visibility range is, uh, which actually helps you kind of move in between them, predict their movements, try to stay away from them. And if you do, and if one spots you. You can always like throw a flare, blind them, scurry up a building, try to get away. But they also attract like a bunch of others. So they'll, you know, try to get up. On, they'll they'll group up on you like one will scream and then call the other ones towards it. And it gives you a small window of time to like throw a flare, distract them, trap them and then like run away. And then you get extra survivor points. There's a survivor point system for how many you evade, how much of nighttime you've uh, successfully uh, gotten through without dying um, and agility points, strength points add up to you. you so you, you that's how you pump up your um, uh, skills. It's like a three tier system, power, agility and survivor, survi- survival. Uh, oh, and so there's a have, skill tree going on. Right. And and the more you do and it's I, I actually like this and they've done this in Bethesda games before, like Skyrim and stuff. The more you do something, the more you level up in that particular thing. Right, so yeah, right. makes sense. Uh, and and if you think about it, there's not that many zombie games that have really kind of successfully pulled off all of these things in one game. And so I think this game deserves a lot of credit. I mean, really, the only thing that uh, suffers is the story, and I honestly don't think it's that bad. I think at times, especially with some of the side quests, um, it's pretty strong. Uh, it's just it's not completely. It's I think maybe like half of it is kind of. Uh, it seems like they were kind of lazy or they didn't. Uh, I, I, maybe it's a translation thing. Like a lot of these foreign games, they kind of when they're trying to emulate uh, like a Western sensibility as far as like what we like to see dramatically mm-hmm. and narratively, they just kind of, you know, they like the Mad Max movies. Uh, Wait, meaning what? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I just know it's Australian. You know what I, I mean? I'm just saying, like you know, certain games may seem a little off or no. I know what you're saying. Different yeah, to they're, Americans. They're trying to emulate uh, a theme that they think that you know will we that we are that is us or that we would say or do or whatever. And which is weird because mark. it's taking place in a fictional other country. And there's why all, would they care? It seems like there's all these different accents and skin tones and people living in the city that is clearly well, like, it's like the Gotham. Ma- yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. So anyway, I, I honestly think that this is, you know, especially on the PC, I would say on the PC, I'd give it the 8.5 because I'm sure, you know, it would lose a few points on the consoles. It actually um, looked great on the console. I read a couple of reviews that said the PC actually had some issues out the gate, whereas the console ran completely smooth, albeit at 30 frames per second. Yeah, the, <laughs> those issues only lasted like two days and there was a patch and then it yeah, fixed of all of them, of course, uh, which yeah. is which is way better response than a lot of other AAA games that have come out like that didn't really get cleaned up well uh, or at all. Let's see, Assassin's Creed Unity. Well, that's that's one. <laughs> There's more. Uh, so anyway, I, I I went on for like Drive uh, Club. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard yeah, that Drive one. Club. Yeah. Jeez, that that's just this freaking mess. Unfortunately, it's such yeah. a shame. I'll say that that's just yeah. I think it was throwing in a towel on that one. We're all still waiting for a free version. If I'm not. I gave yeah. up. I don't care. Well, uh, Dying Light's actually on my uh, my Gamefly queue. I mean, I don't know why they refused to freaking send it to me, but it's been on my queue and next in line for the past week and a half, and it still hasn't shown up yet. So, 
You'd be surprised uh, how much fun it is to play once you really get into it. You know, like a few, you know, the first couple hours may seem like a drag. It'd be kind of less than stellar. But when you start getting out there in the world and you're digging through things and you're just kind of exploring the city there, there's enough detail and uh, subtle kind of um, flourishes, uh, artistic flourishes in the game that I think mm-hmm. will bring you into it in a way that you'll be like, oh, yeah, like. Yeah, especially we don't have that many games late. We're still waiting for Fallout 4, which I know we're going to talk about shortly. Uh, but there hasn't been that many open world games that have these kind of creepy, open, expansive, yet oppressive feeling kind of environments where, you know, uh, shit can happen around every corner. And uh, I mean, most of the open world games we've had have been action based and kind of, you know, bright and silly or just maybe like actually, superhero stuff. Or Yeah, I actually miss... Um oblivion i feel like oblivion even skyrim didn't have the same feel as oblivion uh like they almost like dumped it down for the larger crowd not to say everybody's stupid oh, but so what are you saying oblivion i think was a more of a traditional elder scrolls game as were skyrim's much more quote-unquote arcade like <laughs> with I, things well, i like some of the mechanic changes they made for skyrim that sure. and i definitely wouldn't want to go back to oblivion and not have those changes because I'd be like, oh, man, I wish I could, you know, do that. It's the feeling of that bow in Skyrim that feels so good when you release that that arrow. That just that thunk when you hit something with it, you as know? As far as, like, the, the dungeons and the environments, uh, I really loved Oblivion. It, and it had more color. It felt, it, it was very colorful. It felt more like Greek myth, whereas, you know, Skyrim felt more like Norse stuff. And it was just yeah. co- colder and a little less color, a little more less. desolate. yeah. Yeah, now that that's the thing too, and they're coming off of um, Fallout, so that was perfect for them, you know, because they just did desolate and dark. <laughs> yeah, everything was already gray and brown, <laughs> pretty much. That was their uh, their their color tones, <laughs> their color palette. Yeah, well, but, Fallout Three is great. I I love that. Well, at that Bethesda conference that they're going to have, do you think they're going to announce Fallout Four? I would be like I I feel like so many people would be just really pissed if if it wasn't Fallout because they're building themselves up for it. I mean, it's it's a it's on everybody's lips online. You know, they, that's what that's the game they want. They know that's the game everybody wants. I want Dishonored too. I actually want another Elder Scrolls game, a single player Elder Scrolls game. But 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 they've you already can't have that. It's been dude, but it's been too long since. I mean, it's time for Fallout Four. I'm sorry, it's time. It's it's been time. <sighs> yeah, uh, because it, you know, new New Vegas technically was more of an expansion, I guess, than a sequel, and that's why they didn't I, call it Fallout. Uh, I didn't like or, Fallout or uh, New Vegas. I thought New Vegas was awful. It's amazing. Well, no, I I played the hell out of it. I thought it was pretty great. Uh, it it wasn't as good as Fallout Three, but I thought it was a pretty great uh, expansion of that. Of that, I game. feel like I couldn't get my my myself together enough to keep playing. Like I would just die quicker for some reason. It was like a harder. Like, uh, well, you know how those games start. are. It's like you sometimes you kind of stumble onto like really good items and builds, and you know, you because there's so much, so many ways you can go about it. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you like played it again and attacked it a different way, you might find yourself having like a really easy time with it. Or, or the last time it. I played it, dogs killed me, and I was like, yeah, that's stupid, I'm done. <laughs> Dogs, you guys give up way too easily for no, no. This is after several times of playing it. Like I, I put it down. I, I played it at one point, and I, I put it down for some reason. I think because I just moved on to something else. I came back to it and played it for a little bit and left again. Came back to it and finally, like I was playing it again not too long ago, and dogs killed me. And I was like, that's just fucking retarded. This never happened in Fallout Three. So, I mean, all I know is that you know I put just yet there were different clothes. Otherwise, people shoot at you. Like, I don't want to be bothered uh. with that shit. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to be bothered with that shit. I want to be able to like walk around and be a complete badass, like I was in Fallout Three, and just kill everything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there was a large portion of New Vegas where that's exactly what was happening. Well, um, maybe we should give it a try again. Do we? No, it's too I, I, late. No, the, it just baffles me because it's really just if you let, like to me after playing it, it's like if you love Fallout Three, you should by all means for the same reasons. Be loving New Vegas because it's not drastically different. It's only got, you know, I had a few. It, had it is drastically different. The it's, whole like goal is different. Like you're supposed to blend in with certain factions and stuff and belong to different like groups, uh, you know. And that's that's way different than 
in Fallout 3? Well, in Fallout 3, you before you eventually join the uh the the steel brigade or whatever they're called which was story driven right 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 i mean you were still just trying to like get by like everybody else in the freaking uh the way yeah, you know what i mean it, it's it's it was doing favors enough. for people and i i blew up megaton so i didn't do anybody favors <laughs> 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 and then i killed everybody in that hotel <laughs> I just there's so many different experiences that you can have depending on the way you play it. I don't think it's at all restrictive. I put so many hours Fallout into Fallout was. Three. Like I, I I actually played that scenario different ways, and that was such a great such a great game. And Oblivion and and Skyrim the same way. Like Oblivion, I think I have like 300 hours or something stupid in that game over the past several years. I played it. Hmm. I I haven't I didn't play Oblivion. Oh, come on! How Dude, about, I, how about, I played uh, I played Morrowind, man. I played I've I've been into Elder Scrolls for a while. Morrowind um, was great. That was an amazing game for the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, man, I want new file, Fallout. I love that setting. I well, love I'm sure it, it. You you mean you're right? They're gonna have to announce. It's gonna fall. be Fallout because they have the online coming out for the consoles, and they're it's gonna be pay to play now. I, I'm. But I mean, I that's that's, that's the one thing I'm leery about. Too. Is, <laughs> Come on! What's that? What's that? They could still put out Dishonored Two with Fallout Four. Nah, okay. they're not even worry about that. Look, Dishonored Two was you a great game, but it does not have the bankability by a third of what Fallout would. Fallout Four it. drops; it's a guaranteed freaking mega hit. And if it's as good as it should be, because it's the fourth installment in this legendary series, it is game of the year material. So, um, I think that that's you know. That's the one. That's what. That's it what's going to be, and it it's should be. be and 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 I think, and just you know, this is speculation, but uh, I think it should be like something that it, it's take. It, there's the land can only be like irradiated and terrible for so long. So I'm assuming that like they eventually will get to a point in the story where they're repairing the land, cities are being rebuilt. There's more development. Human beings are bouncing back, basically, mm-hmm. uh, learning to live with the land a little better, but. Um, you're still going to have like your bad lands and your shitty areas. And, and then you're going to have like these beacons of progress and reconstruction. Uh, so that's where I'd like to see them go is like them, you know, push ahead into the future where, yeah, it's still really shitty. They're still dealing with the side effects and uh, of, of the nuclear war, but they're rebuilding and it's like a new society. And there's, you know, some more of like metropolis, like an, a, a rebuilt metropolis or just bigger, uh, uh, metropolitan uh, maps and environments and scenarios. Um, so he cleaned the water then, basically. So he cleaned the water and I, things started to get better. Uh, wasn't that part of, I think in Fallout 3, wasn't there something about water purifiers? At the very end, you have a choice. You can either purify it, yeah. I think, or save yourself or some shit like that. And Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I would imagine that they would follow through with the, the positive one and things got so there's sort a little. So fixed. what I'm saying is more green. You go to places mm-hmm. yep. where there's actually trees growing so. and some green. That and that's and I think that's the. You know, I have a feeling that's where they're going to go, and I hope it is. Because uh, you know, and because you have to make up for the fact that it's like okay, you know, vaults. You know, there there will still be vaults, but I think that maybe they'll focus on like what is going on above ground more. All these years past, people started emerging from the vaults. I, I think they're going to move past the vaults because, I mean, we, you've explored the shit out of that in the, in the third one, and even in New Vegas, I believe. So I, I definitely think they'll there won't be many vault hunting. Yeah, or just, like, way, way less. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah there's still yeah. vaults, but, you know, you're only going to go to, like, a couple or whatever. Or whatever. Because they, they, they did a lot of great things in the third one where people went nuts in the vaults. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. freaking crazy like that was great i mean there was still in new vegas there's plenty of vaults to explore and, and other yeah. scenarios too it, like i said it really felt like just more fallout 3 to me and that's what i didn't mind about it uh, and, and you're blanco, just playing a different character blanco um dishonored was done by arcane studios so we could see that that's just published by bethesda i mean that can that doesn't this, this whole thing doesn't uh affect that well they still put the money up for it doesn't matter. All publishing right. versus developing and being like, this is your baby. Very different from All right. just publishing a game All by right. a different developer. All right. Yeah. Do you guys think that those make Fallout online only? 
No, I do, I do not think it's going to be an online thing. Yeah, so uh, that, that seems to be the trend with a lot of games. Maybe an element of it, but I, I, I cannot see them doing that. It'd be awful. I um, think, you know, Fallout has fared really well because it's always been this singular kind of vision story-driven thing and sure I, I know that they know that that's how they need to continue it they can't they to this day or to to the to the uh to follow new vegas the entire thing has been kind of uh consistent as far as the narrative and the quality that goes into it so you know multiplayer they've seen what happens uh firsthand with what happens yes. when they try to make a multiplayer game on like for for example you know uh Elder Scrolls, and then it just waters it the hell down, Awful. and it does it doesn't deliver on on anything. So mm-hmm. variations of a theme, and they just you know they should never went there. I mean, the Elder Scrolls games were like just all encompassing. They sucked you in, single person kind of game. Like, why would you want that to be? Exactly. I don't know. If, I don't know why you want that multiplayer. If they do have a multiplayer in the works, it's because they know how to do it right this time and they're like okay this is this is actually well, we, hope. <laughs> <laughs> we hope they and it's really, always, and it, we always hope don't charge $15 a friggin month for it and then charge $60 on top of that to get the goddamn thing um, yeah it feels like you know the multiplayer should be a totally optional and different way to play they should do it the same way that you know they, they should do it the same way Dying Light does it really you just find or some people that slip into your game and help you out for as long as you'll have them and then they go on their way you know, like Borderlands uh, 2? Or Borderlands, yeah. It's like, it's, you know, um, you just can have up to three other people going through the wasteland with you at any time. You can do pri- you can have private rooms with your friends. You can do it public, whatever. Um, and then that's that. Uh, and, yeah, don't charge monthly. Yeah, don't <laughs> charge monthly. That's just idiotic. But you don't think they'll do something crazy and make it, like, you know, uh, uh, I don't want to say Destiny, but, like, Titanfall, where it's just online. You we know, can't or, get through a show without saying Destiny. I know, or or <laughs> World or Warcraft, where it's there. It's always it's just an online world. It's not you know where you're you can play by yourself, but you're still wandering around in online. It just world. doesn't work for me. I mean, I don't know how. Maybe back in the day, maybe back the old Fallout's, it could have worked because it was similar to like the, at least the visuals to me in my head. I can see the old Fallout's, and that top-down look sort of looked like. World of Warcraft. So I can sort of see that part working, but now I just don't think they should even do it. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and <laughs> I think the, the real problem with multiplayer in Fallout is that because the game's narrative is based so much on the decisions you make as a singular mm-hmm. player, one player making decisions, and then the end of it is determined by your decisions. If you have other people, uh, they might just go crazy and kill a bunch of people that you need to save, and then change the freaking you know it does outcome. Sound like destiny. Of, wow, you know an outcome of a certain you know thing, and and I understand how some people might find that cool. Like, yeah, they can you know totally change shit, but then I think it takes away from maybe like this type of stories that is they're intending to tell. You know, with with yeah. Fallout, so um, it really is. It does seem best suited as a single player experience, and certainly I I would take it that way. Is there anything you guys want to see brought back, like from carried over from uh, three? Pip Boy. Uh, I mean, an advanced kind of so upgrade the Pip Boy a bit, maybe give it some color. It's like, oh no, Technicolor, you know, like, bobbleheads. Uh, they can kind of <laughs> enter the Silver Age of television. Uh, I want to see engrams. I want to see engrams in uh, in Fallout. No, I don't want to ever see an engram again. <laughs> uh, I want to see. I actually really like the story of Fallout. You know, it was it's as drawn out as you wanted to make it, right? I mean, you could play through the, just like all the other Elder Scrolls games too, by the way. I mean, you could go through the main story and probably really quick, like nine hours if you wanted to. Or you could draw it out and do all the side quests or as many as you'd like. Um, so I kind of want to see, you know, more of that. Uh, just the options and freedom to do the things I want to do. Which you didn't feel you had before? No, absolutely. No, no. You said th- bring things back. Oh, bring things back. I'm sorry. I, I, the way you're yeah. saying, I, I misunderstood. Uh, okay, yeah. No, I'm just thinking of like games now. Like you know, we can get into this in a bit, but I mean, when you when you read the reviews about the Order 1886, it seems like the developer had a very focused goal and vision of this game, and that wasn't to have any type of interaction with the player. 
So like I don't like that. I like a game that lets me make the options I want to make, play how I want, I want to play. Well, if you're going to bring up the order, that is a highly anticipated game that is just getting pummeled. To I death. actually have a I have a couple clips here if uh if you want me to read them from yeah. the different big the, the, the big I, I know all about this, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go yeah, for it. So, um, okay, so Kotaku said, uh, do you like movies? Do you like video games? If you'd answered yes to either of these, you should probably skip the order. <laughs> they gave it a no. Don't play it. They'll okay. flat out no. <laughs> flat out no. Christ. IGN said, Consider, uh, considerations for a somatic approach are prioritized above the need of the basic gameplay. Mm. Yikes. So basically, it's like a movie, which you know some games work like that. Like you're you're playing Heavy Rain, yeah. And if we're being honest, that's that is a very cinematic type of game where you just kind of oh yeah. yeah I ride. never finished it, but it was great. Yeah, absolutely great. Oh, yeah, I finished it last night. I never finished it before. I went back and and uh, actually finished the game. Same thing with Beyond Two Souls. That was a, also a great game mm-hmm. too. Uh, Giant Bomb said, there's a word for games like The Order, 1886, <laughs> rental. <laughs> yeah, that was Jeff. Yeah, that was Gershman, yeah. I, Gershman doesn't like anything, though, so I take his his reviews, as much as I like Jeff, I take his reviews with a grain of salt. I feel I can, I feel I can uh, identify you know with what? Gershman. He hates everything. Uh, He's getting too old. <laughs> Blocko, you are definitely the Jeff Gershman of this podcast, for one. <laughs> but I also feel like like he, he does hate a lot of stuff, and, and he does it with broad strokes a lot of times or whatever. But yeah. I, I will give him credit that when he reviews a game, he's fair about it, even if he doesn't yes. like the game. Absolutely. He, even if he doesn't like the game, he's like, I can see how other people would really like this. And, and they're stupid. And they're stupid, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then he'll give the you know a score accordingly or whatever. But right. uh, yeah, I, the orders you know aside from being super short, yeah, they're saying it's just a boring collection of. Cliches I wasn't done. And, oh, there's, there's more. There's more. All right. Gamespot said boring is the best word to describe the order in general. <laughs> wow. Forbes joyless and boring. That was <laughs> no, okay, Forbes. I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> Did you go to Ars Technica? <laughs> and this is like a random like pick. I didn't just try to get the negatives. This Are you is on like Metacritic? what came up for for this game. Oh. Wow. I mean, yeah. it's. I'm sure it's got positives. Um, yeah. Well. I don't Metacritic, it, so it, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it has a 65 on Metacritic, so it's generally. Kind I hate of Metacritic. Just mediocre. Well, all Metacritic does is compile everybody's reviews. You know, Blanco and I were just talking about this. We're we're most likely going to change our our order or reviewing scoring system because it just does not work for me and and blanco says the same thing i hate numbers because they're like arbitrary and i always feel like when i'm reviewing a game like shit you know i want to give this this or that but like the number doesn't really relate to what i'm trying to say for the entire game and then it's like well do i get granular and say okay five out of ten for graphics it's like you know it's bullshit so we're probably going to change it up and make it like a uh uh buy it rent it skip it kind of thing um, we're not quite sure what we're going to do yet, but I, I feel like if we have that at the very top, people can read that with a brief paragraph that says what our review's about. If they want to continue reading, they can, but they'll get the gist of it right there. Because people, they scroll down for the score. Everybody does it. No, I don't. Uh, when I, when I, go, the thing is, is like when I go to, for example, Rotten Tomatoes, which is doing the same kind of thing Metacritic is, sure. and they have all these different critics' uh, um, reviews up, I just go through the reviews and I read them. And I get the gist of like what they're all saying. And if like, you know, 20 critics are all saying the same damn thing about, you know, a movie, chances are that's very <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, was... you're not like everybody else, though. You're, I think you're more like us. I mean, not everybody's going to do that. You, you know what I'm saying? I think most people, they're looking for that instant gratification. <laughs> do I buy it or do I not buy it? Do I rent it? Do I, you know, what do well, I do? Well, uh, look, I mean, uh, uh, Dying Light is kind of an underdog. You know, it. There are certain uh, poor review scores out there for it. I mean, sure. hell, Angry Joe gave it a six. Uh, IG, uh, Pro, uh, GameStop gave it a seven. Uh, you know, IGN giving it a high sc- higher score or the score that I thought it deserved was you know at least kind of Eight cool. And, and it wasn't you know Ryan Casual ass McCaffrey reviewing it was somebody <laughs> else that's that's fa- fairly new and and well spoken. Yeah. And they made, got some new people over there. They did, they did, and and there's some of them are actually really good. Uh, so that's something, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and I never really like. Still liked, not gonna go there. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mitch, 
Um, and who's or who's the guy that just left? Uh, Mishwire is he the? Uh, who? Where does he leave? Uh, th- they went to like not you know kind of funny games or somewhat funny. Oh, I know what you're talking or, about. What the hell is it? it? God damn it! Um, uh, now people listening to this are gonna be like, yo, it's it's bitch face McGee. You know him? Okay. Anyway, bitch face uh, McGee. <laughs> is it Greg or Colin? One of those yes. two guys. Uh, yeah, Colin. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, they they went to Greg yeah, Miller. Exactly. Greg Miller. Yes, Greg that's Miller. what I meant. There you go. Um. Stuff yeah, I think there. he was like the only like redeeming thing of uh, IGN. The other guy I didn't really like, uh, uh, Colin Firth, Morgardi or something like that. Or ah, that's what I meant. No, I know, I know, Colin. Are you talking about? Yeah, I just, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It always seemed like somebody peed in his soup. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, as you know, that can be aggravating. <laughs> but but I I mean I guess I see what you're saying. You know, you want to. But if you're if you're here's the thing. If you're if you're scoring it with you know, buy it, leave it, um, test it or whatever. You're still giving it a, you know, 70 or I'm sorry. A, what is it? A 33.333% means bad. 33333. So you're still actually using numbers. You're dividing it into three different groups on a graph. Well, we're not going to have three different groups. numbers. No, no, we're not going to do it that way. Okay. Uh, I'm going to leave it open blank on the review page. <laughs> so we can put in like, you know, uh, sucked mega balls or something. I don't know. Like, you know, something that's going to be, you know, very focused that says, yes, this is a good game. We liked it. Here's why. Well, let me tell you, you know. about, let me tell you about a game uh, that the critics are mostly positive about here. It looks like, which I'm happy to hear that I'm actually going to be getting. And neither of you two are probably going to get it. And then Star I usually Citizen? End up... No, I No, that's never getting released. What? <gasps> Dude, have you guys seen the progress on this? Oh, of course you're not. You're not playing. Oh, I heard it was canceled. You're not playing in the alpha. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Star Citizen is actually um, producing at a very good rate, at a good clip here. So uh, nobody's really worried about what's going on with that. Um, no, I'm talking about Dead or Alive uh, last round. Uh, I'm not much of a fighting game guy, but oh, I man, do I like played a fighting game forever. I do like Dead or, Dead or Alive, and yes, it's because there's a lot of sexy, scantily clad ladies. Uh, I'm, I'm partial to Tekken. Uh, I mean, Tekken's fine. <gasps> uh oh, Tekken's fine. How it's dare good. you? It's, it's good. It's good. I just I like Dead or Alive. If I can't do my my downward fist and then gut punch with uh, my characters, I'm upset. I need to be able to do that with flames emitting from my punching. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they they can do different stuff in Dead or Alive. I, yeah, I, no. I I think the fighting you know the fighting's really fluid, and there's some interesting moves. There's cool angles, but and I must stress this: lots of scantily clad, gorgeous female <laughs> models. As was the horrible movie. Right. Oh God, the movie. <laughs> I never. You know what? I should watch that. I should. Oh. <laughs> MST3K that movie. The last one I played was the second one on the Dreamcast. That was the last one I played. Um. I know I've played it in the arcade somewhat recently. Nothing will top Fighters Mega Mix. I mean, mm-hmm. look, I, like, again, I'm not much of a fighting game guy, but when this dips down in price, if anybody wants to take me on, I'll be Oh, on. you know, you brought this up, uh, the fighting game genre. I just, um, Arc Systems, Jesus Christ, I can't remember what I bought. <laughs> Guilty Gear? Guilty Gear, thank you. Oh, I like uh, that one. That's another one I like. Exer like, like, the third, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I, the, uh, it was on sale for PS4. It's outstanding, and it's all in 3D, yeah. but it looks 2D. Outstanding. Dude, uh, Guilty Gear is totally. I love that series, and I've, I've, I still need to get that one. And I heard it was great. Um, yeah, Bla- I have the original for the Blaz PS4. Blue. Blaz Blue is really great. Blue Blaze. Blue Bla- <laughs> Right. Blaz Blue. <laughs> Bla- <laughs> <laughs> the- oh no! Isn't that? Isn't that what they? Blaze? No, it's it's a uh, blue. <laughs> I think I think it's blue blaze. Well, no, isn't it like B L A Z B L U or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. I... Yeah. blue blaze. Maybe it's uh, blaze. Yeah, yeah, blue. it's blaze blue. It's blaze yeah. with blue. blaze. 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 No, I'm no. talking about Bl- Blast Blue, Chrono Phantasma. Yeah, so like it's Chrono. Um, yeah, a different game then. Different game. Okay, yeah. Anyway, what in Blue Blazes <laughs> are you talking about? Uh, and and the other one, Marvel vs. Capcom series. I was just naming off all the ones that I really love. So those right. are the ones. 
the, oh, the Marvel Capcom ones were fun to play in the arcade. Th- those were cool. I do remember that. Oh yeah, those are amazing. Um, th- those in the uh, I'm I'm really partial to King of Fighters. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, King Fighters, of Fighters was yeah. pretty good. I didn't play it too much, but good old SNK. Yeah, I always liked it more than the Capcom offerings. Uh, oh, all right. Actually, sorry, I was still looking at. I was gonna say, are you having kidney pain no, over there? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're like, you're <laughs> like sh- blanking out. I sh- Blaz blue. Well, Blaz I think it's still blue. pronounced Blaze, but it's. <laughs> Spelled bla- B-L-A-Z. Right, I'm sure it's still right. pronounced Blaze. I want to see the Japanese uh, name. Um, it's probably blue. really long. Oh, uh, I just, uh, I just, uh, man, I really should have freaking talked about this sooner. What? Um, oh, how much time do we have left? Buru, buru, buri, buru. There you go. We're good. We still have 15. What you got? I'm sure I'm, I'm saying that wrong. Uh, okay. So, are you guys? Do you remember Hifimu Kono? Uh, uh, Hifumi Kono, creator I, of the Clock Tower game series, uh, yes, among oh. the first, um, you know, survival horror games. Yes. So Takashi Simizu and the director, he's the director of The Grudge. They got together. They're making a kind of like a new era uh, Clock Tower game called Night Cry. It went under the name Project Scissors. Um, it nice. has. Yeah, and I so I I pledged into this thing. I watched the movie that they made. The direct the director of the Grudge directed like this like short film uh, mm. to kind of introduce people to, it, and it's super creepy. Definitely is it a it Kickstarter? The, it's a Kickstarter. Yeah, um, they're already at. So they have three days left to go. They're at two hundred and fifty one thousand two hundred and fifty seven dollars of a three hundred thousand dollar goal. They're almost there. They're so close. Um, oh. Juwan's an outstanding movie. Those movies are really scary. And that's the one, you know, it's not the American one, but he did the he did the actual grudge one. Right. And I think he did the second one too, which I'm staring is staring right at it. It's my uh, on my bookshelf. <laughs> so anyway, I, I want to implore your uh thousands of listeners and you guys Ooh. to uh, get in on this because I really want this Night game cry. to be made. I I uh this I can't remember last time I played uh, Night Tower or, or uh, Clock Tower. That must have been PlayStation One. Oh yeah, it was a long time ago. This is definitely you know, it's drawing on nostalgia, but it's also going to be. Sure. You know, no, I'm, I'm looking at the page an now. Updated. It's, uh, and if you keep special. if you keep scrolling down, there's some really awesome like uh, concept art that just shows you like how creepy and different this wow. is going to be. Wow! Look at the scissors, other. that guy. Yeah, so you keep getting attacked by these phantasms with like giant scissors, and they snap your freaking heads off. Jesus. Um. Yeah. <laughs> they look serious. These guys. Well. Yeah. Uh, Koji, yeah, I just Koji feel like serious. I feel like any you know true blue old school survival horror fan should get in on this just on yeah. principle alone and yeah. make it happen. Although it's PC only, though that makes me sad. Well, Master Race. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all. That's funny. It says play playism games, and I read that as PlayStation for some reason. My dyslexia popped in. <laughs> I mean, it well, looks like they're going to make it. Yeah, you uh, kick at the in rate 20, kick in 20 money, bucks. So. Yeah, it'll be, this will definitely be made. I mean, come on. Well, it's three days left. It's going to be, they're going to squeak it in. And if they yeah. fall just a little bit short, it'll still get made, I'm sure. That's a low budget. So. That's a really well, the only budget. problem with Kickstarter is if you don't make your goal, you don't get the money. Yeah, you don't get your money back, you mean. Like, no, the people who, like, like, like these guys, they want three, they want $300,000 to make the game. If they miss it by a dollar, all that money pledged, nobody gets charged. They don't get any of their money. Right, right, right. It's not like oh, okay. it's not like GoFundMe where like you might say like I need three hundred thousand dollars to make Night Cry, and you raise two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You get your two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You're like, well, work with that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think it's better how Kickstarter does it because if you're pledging money and it doesn't go through, you kind of want your money back. Sure. But I mean, like, this, this, you don't get scammed. Yeah, no. The, Otherwise, I mean, anybody can make a Kickstarter or GoFundMe, and it just go into a black hole. And oh, that is a possibility. You know, you know well, Kickstarter. The Kickstarters. There's a big kind of movement from some of these big uh, publications like IGN and, and GameStop. Uh, GameStop, especially, really attacking like Kickstarter, <laughs> and well, I mean not attacking it, but like 
you know, just bringing up the question constantly, like, oh, here's, or no, constantly pointing out the failures. That's what they do. Uh-huh. They constantly point out Focusing. all the, fa- focus on the failures. Kind of a Fox News move, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Because then you go on the freaking threads and everybody's like, well, that's why I don't go through Kickstarter. And without, you know, critically thinking about it, like, yeah, some of them I are going to uh, fail, but not, you know, the majority of them are perfectly fine. Well, yeah, I just uh, actually kickstarted something called Exploding Kittens. Yeah. <laughs> it's from Ellen Lee or Elon. How you, how you pronounce his name? Ellen Lee? Elon. Elon? My, yeah. my wife is saying Elon. Elon Lee. Uh, he, he's from uh, The Oatmeal. Mm-hmm. And the game, it's a card game. It sounds hysterical. You pretty much have to not get blown up by a blown up card. Explosion card. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just sounds great. Yeah, no. Um, I Yeah, that they they've raised like millions of dollars oh my god ten thousand dollars is our goal it's 8.7 million right now oh yeah oh my god yeah it's it's well, i hope it's, we get like double the cards because it's so much it's insane we should oh, i really cool. need to man i need to find like the perfect thing to kickstart yeah really we all do yeah i mean they're, they're, they're I, it ends in a couple of days and they've kicked they've they're pledged it's that, done like oh is yeah, it finished it's, finally it's finished what yeah, if i kickstarted uh rigor and spooks my still have yet to be uh filmed you go uh, go fund me you could do that well i mean so but 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 i I could have prizes like yeah like you if you if you spend this much you can come to my apartment and drink scotch with me (laughs) there Um, you go (laughs) you can meet the puppets (laughs) the puppets will they'll take selfies with you yeah yeah Uh, they'll go down on you for (laughs) (laughs) i was just gonna say pants are optional (laughs) (laughs) This, this show went weird that'd be funny like get a female get a get a really like bizarrely sexy female puppet and be like uh, you know daphne here will suck you off and then you get all daphne. these give these scumbags freaking offering thousands you're of dollars people, you're gonna have people over your house you don't want <laughs> you're like you need to leave i know i know man that'd be so such a bad move on anyone's <laughs> part uh, uh anyway i don't know why i went there i'm sorry that's all right it's a dark place dark place uh, I'll put I'll put the uh, the Nightcry thing up on the on our Facebook page since three days left, you know. Well, and I was thinking, especially you, Doomy, because you're you uh, are really into survival horror. I'm, uh, I'm into really good games, unlike uh, Blanco. Right. <laughs> Who hates everything? Right. Like this seems like it's going to be like you know it's going to be along the lines of your Silent Hills or whatever your standard Silent Hills, but it looks like they have some interesting new. Uh, mechanics that they're throwing in there, like uses of the cell phone. Like you're going through this place and you're trying to find survivors. So you actually yeah. have a purpose other than like, oh, what am I doing here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That doesn't um, fly anymore. <laughs> used to be so simple back in the day. I know. And you use like a camera thing. And so maybe a little bit of Fatal Frame stuck in there. And or, um, I love Fatal Frame. It's Outlast. like, some, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that there's going to be more you can do than just like be on your cell phone uh, against the monsters, but <laughs> well, uh, and, I'm pretty uh, sure there will be. You ran, you didn't do anything but run. Pretty you much. did run, you, you did run, but I, I would like to see at least just a little bit of like you know physicality on the end of the. I mean, I know yeah. it's it's a female and she's in a dress and high heels or whatever, but I go. <laughs> That's the only reason why Flux wants this game. <laughs> oh. It's awful flux. Awful. I don't know. Even if it's just a modest, like it, like a return to form, kind of just basic survival horror, I think it'll still be entertaining. Yeah, there's for, not enough of those. For 20 honestly. bucks. There are too many like action you know, elements in survival horror these days. They try to inject that in there. Yeah. It's like what happened to Splinter Cell. They fucked up Splinter Cell. Ugh. I haven't played. I still haven't finished uh, Conviction or picked up Blacklist. And then the fact that you talked it down, I'm like, oh, am I ever gonna play this? You know what? It was enjoyable, but then I realized I'm like, I'm not playing Splinter Cell anymore. I'm playing Call of Duty third person. So, yeah. is it really that? Well, I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I I'm only playing these games at this point. Not not because you know it, it's out of principle because I've played all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, They've all been good thus far, so I, I don't know. Like, but at the same time, I'm my tastes are kind of uh, moving away from that particular kind of spy thriller, kind of like you know Sam's whole story seems like it's dragging on a bit already, yeah. and I don't know. I I mean, 
I was happy with the first three, and the second one was kind of not great. But, like, the first and third one were my favorites. And it worked back then. And now, like, I don't... I don't think that they, they could deliver the same type of game and sell it in the sea of all these other shooters and stuff. Because that's what people say. They, they're like, oh, well, it, he's got a gun. It's going to be like Call of Duty or, you know, other third-person shooter game. And, it, you know, to me, that's not what Splinter Cell ever was. Well, it is now, but it was never that before. And, uh, you know, maybe that's just me speaking like an old, angry man. <laughs> man baby. That's, I'm a man baby. <laughs> that's all we are is just old, angry, miserable it's losers. awful. It's We're just a bunch of stupid. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> can I? Uh, so I know we're, com- show. we're coming to an end here. I just wanted to say that uh, 2016 is going to mark the year that we may have the first legitimately decent video game movie. Uh, Michael Uh-oh. Fassbender, Marion Cultiard on Assassin's Creed. That's a fucking. Oh re- my god! That's a really good cast. That's gonna be really easy to fuck up, though. Come on. Well, yeah, no, but it's a really It'll be good fine cast. As long as Uwe Boll does it. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I actually enjoyed Postal. Everything will be okay. <laughs> I can't. Postal I can't just say that so was... over the top. Uh, I, I will I say this: the so the director of it, he's done a lot of like foreign, Justin Kurzel. Uh, mm-hmm. He did a town called the Snowtown Murders, which got really good reviews. He did something called The Turning I Never Seen. Uh, it's so mostly just um, kind of underground indie uh, horror and uh, uh, thrill- thrillers and stuff. I would like to think that Michael Fassbender wouldn't just sign on with any chump to make a movie or Marion Cotillard because both of those two are they've got you know super high street cred right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like they are doing this right. Um, I don't know specifically anything. Uh, I mean, the writer, they've got a few writers on this. One of them did like Exodus Gods and Kings, which didn't do too hot yeah. and tower, tower heist, which was, I, I'm told very terrible. Uh, yeah, that um, didn't do so good, but I don't know. You still, you still don't know. <laughs> Cool. Well, actually, actually, there is one competing movie, and it also has equal, if not more, chance of being great, which is also in post production right now. Toe Jam and Earl? No, that is World of Warcraft. Totally forgot about that. What? The Warcraft movie, Duncan Jones, David Bowie's son, made Warcraft. It also comes out next year. I, I will actually go see that. I'm not a Warcraft fan, but I, I will go see that. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, because it's Duncan Jones, and that guy rules. Um, So they're being really secretive about footage from it, uh, because they're still touching it up. It's going to be very heavily CGI, obviously. It's got to be. So they're touching all that stuff up before they give us our first looks, but it is in post, and we're going to see a trailer soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and yeah, I'm not like I'm not into World of Warcraft, but I will see this movie. Duncan Jones is... What's his name's son? Uh, David Bowie. Bowie. Bowie's son. I just said it. Yep. I, I know my 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 brain. I'm tired. David Bowie's David Bowie's actual name is David Jones. Right. And Duncan right. took the Jones instead of the Bowie. He sort of looks like him, I guess. Like a creepy alien. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no he looks hair. he looks more like just like a just a normal cool British dude that you want to have a drink with. But yeah. like like he um. He did Moon, which was incredible. He did Source Code, which was great. Uh, he's, uh, you know, so Moon far... was great. Oh yeah, like he's source he's code. definitely one of those up and coming directors. Did the... I see Source Code? That if, had if he Jake Gyllenhaal in it. That one was that uh, that one? Source Code. Yeah, yeah, where he's on the okay. train, he has to yeah, relive. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed that. That was freaky at the end. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> they showed him. It's like, ooh, that sucks. Yeah, that was. Uh... I didn't see Source Code. It was good. I didn't get oh, to see dude. Moon, but someone spoiled the ending of Moon for me. I was like, "You didn't see Moon?" No. Oh, I, well, I would. The, the ending was spoiled for me, and I was like, "It's still good. Oh. Doesn't matter. Still watch <laughs> I was like, it." Oh. Uh, this is uh, we're talking like really good filmmaking here, man. You should just watch it because it's a really good film. Like as you're watching these films, you're like, "These are really good films." All right. No, I <laughs> you wanted, say that I, like out loud when you're watching. This. <laughs> yeah, I I said it. I probably said it. I don't know if I was with anyone at the time, but I was like, this is a really good film, guys, to my stuff. Did animals. you shush yourself? Uh, 
like immediately afterwards. I'm trying to watch. Oh my god, I, I watched an MST3K or it was a Rift Tracks. Rift Tracks. Uh, there's this movie from the 80s called um it used to be called um t- uh what was it um uh, uh, t- uh terror streets usa or something like that uh, something stupid yeah. but then it got renamed to uh nightmare at noon <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh yeah it's uh awesome rift tracks gonna... awesome. i love rift tracks yeah i'm trying to figure out the best way to explain it basically these <laughs> this couple and it's really like like this lawyer this sleazy kind of guy they end up in this town and the water supply is just kind of like poisoned by these alien guys that are trying to turn everybody into rampaging berserking uh, just just making them really angry and super strong for some reason and they bleed green blood and that's really it like you don't get too much explanation besides that Mm. Uh, and then you've got you know your fat cop who's the good he's a good guy he's a f- overweight cop <laughs> and no, a not, freaking not, team not stereotypical at all teamed up with a lawyer and a cowboy <laughs> as you <laughs> would <laughs> wow how else are you gonna you know fight chuds <laughs> Christ <Nuts. laughs> yeah. uh, basically anyway it was very amusing because you know rift tracks. Yeah, Rift Track guys. There's, a, there's this thumping brilliant. going on. Thumping? thumping? Yeah, it's on my end. It's in my building. Uh oh. Thump thump. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. All righty, guys. Let us know what you thought of Dying Light. Uh, are you? Did you cancel your pre-order to the, to the order? Eighteen eighty-six. We did. Are you going? Are you? Uh, are we? Or I should say, are we going to see a Fallout Four? Do me and Doc say yes. And watch it be a mensch. Give the guys over at Night Cry a cool 20. The link is up on our Facebook page. While you're there, you can leave us a comment. Also, check out our site at homebazooka.com. There we have links to our Twitter and Facebook pages, as well as links to Rhymes with Geek Network. And we'd like to give a shout to some of the shows on there. Say hi to Anti-Fanboy in the Incompetent Comic Cabal cast. Life Leave Me Alone. Actually, they haven't, they haven't posted in forever, dude. Oh, they haven't? Okay, well then. Okay. I keep telling him that, but he just keeps I'm saying it. Bye, IC3. Life Leave Me Alone. Loaded Dice Cast. Stuff like that. Super Podcast of Magnifico. He's reading from a script. That's the problem. Yeah, you got to like update that because like half those shows left Rhymes of Geek. <laughs> including oh. Feed of Comics. Including this, oh. this one. This show's done. We're actually like time travelers. <laughs> I know you left there too. I thought I thought I thought I saw you up there. Uh, I may have either accidentally or not accidentally deleted all my episodes from from Rhymes with Geek after an argument with the professor. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> all right then. Okay. Then. Ooh, ooh, that's like wrestling uh, drama. Tune back yeah, in to find geez. out what happens next. Wow. All right. Well, you know what, Doc? Go ahead. Plug away. Uh, I think you just did. Don't go to Rhymes with Geek. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Definitely go ahead and go to Rhymes with Geek. It does have good shows. Um, and uh, feedacomics.com for Feed Comics. And uh, you're also on iTunes, Rigor and Spooks right? is still coming. I know I plugged that the last show I was on, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you it's going to happen. And when it does, it'll be like a flood of... Puppetry media being profusely pumped through my new channel called Mr. Television Face. Uh, by the way, go like the to name. Mr. Television Face YouTube channel and subscribe. And then watch the video I put together of Wizard World cosplayers. Uh, oh my. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I, I didn't know that your page was. Okay. I'll put, I'll put that link in there. <clears throat> Mr. Television. Is Mr. spelled out? No, it's MR. Dot. <clears throat> Television spelled out face spelled out. Gotcha. Awesome. All right. Well, and is that that's going to be? I think you know. Uh, so I may my name might change from Doctor Flux to Mister TV Face. So <laughs> it's all one word. YouTube.com slash Mister Television Face. Well, it's not all one word. It's Mister <laughs> Space. <laughs> Good fucking god! Television space. No, this is the normal, already way too complicated. The, way too complicated. The normal. You can't do this. Okay, it's just the normal <laughs> way. It just like if you read it, read it in a book, Mister Television Face. That's how it would be. Okay. What book are we reading this in? The Mister Television Face hypoth- book. Is it a, is it a hypothetical book? Written book. 
No, it's a hypothetical book. I'm saying in the, if you were using proper English transcript. All right, just go. I found him. Forget it. I can't. I, can't I got it. I He's always going to be Dr. Flux. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, All right, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll grow on you. I found it. Like a fungus. Because you'll call me Mr. It's Mr. Yeah, Television we'll, we'll Face. We'll just call you Mr. 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 Oh, Mr. It's not going to be Mr. Doc Flux Face? <laughs> oh, sorry. You've killed him. Ow. Damn it. Ow. You uh, burned right, him. I'm starting to injure myself here. We need all to right. Play, play, play us out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. With all that, say goodnight, gentlemen. Bye. Good night. That was mm. such a ridiculous.